Hi and welcome back to this channel. My name is Susan Silentoy and as you know, the aim of this channel is to offer information about how government works and why systems are set up the way they are. And this is with the intention to help us understand our role in improving the governance in our country. And through this, we can create a politically empowered generation. All right, so thank you very much for tuning into the BBI series. Um, thank you for all the comments, all the feedback. I really appreciate it. And let's keep uh, subscribing, let's grow our numbers, and let's get to a good number so that we can reach out to more people. All right, so in this episode, we're going to discuss the politics of Nairobi and specifically um, the office of the governor. Guys, who's our governor? Who's our governor? <laughs> Um, okay, so uh, in this episode, we're going to cover, you know, what happened, what exactly is going on, um, and then we see what the point of contention is, and then hopefully we can figure out a way out, right? All right, so let's get started. Start from the beginning. So, as you know, in 2017, we went for elections, everybody, um, and Mike Mbuvisonko was elected as governor of Nairobi. So, and he had a deputy, his name was deputy, his name was Polycap Igave. Now, that was August 2017. Uh, but in January 2018, Polycap resigned uh, and it left the office of the deputy governor empty. Since then, Sonko made several attempts to um, appoint a deputy governor. Somewhere even on Facebook. I don't know if you saw this. If you did, please link it in the comments somewhere. Let's have a look at that and see who he had proposed. Um, but uh, the last attempt that he made um, to have a deputy governor was early 2020. And he proposed the name Anne Kananu Mwenda uh, to the county assembly for vetting. So ideally, he'd, pro he'd suggest a name uh, which would be presented before the county assembly of Nairobi county assembly see parliament see senate county assembly <laughs> um and then the county assembly would um vet this person and then after approval that's when this person would be appointed and then an acquired deputy governor he doesn't pick someone from the streets uh, and then just appoints him no they have to they have to go through a process so that we can get a deputy governor okay so see to me i'm a proposal you to and and it's presented to the county assembly but then the county assembly did not vet this person the reason is because someone called agoro mr peter agoro <laughs> placed a petition in the court and he argued that sonko um, was violating court orders by making nominations um, since at the time he was facing a lot of um, court cases in, uh, in in relation to corruption um and so uh, really the court actually barred Sonko from accessing his office because of graft issues um some people even say that the qualifications of this person named Anne was in question anyway so we move on uh, there was a lot of drama going on uh, we had a long impeachment process for Sonko i mean the county assembly tried a couple of times to impeach him um and which they did and it was presented to um senate on december 17th 2020 Sonko was impeached by the Senate, meaning that he ceased to be the governor of Nairobi. So remember, <laughs> we don't have a deputy governor. And now we have we don't have a governor because he's just been removed. So what happens when there's no governor and deputy governor? Uh, the law says the speaker of the county assembly 
takes over um, in acting capacity to give way for preparations for a by-election. Um, and by law, that by-election should be held within 60 days of the impeachment. So, so that's what happened. So uh, Mr. Mutura was sworn in as an acting governor on 21st of December 2020. Um, and on 22nd of December, IEBC announced the date of the by-election, which was supposed to be February 18th, you know, sometime now. So now, see that's clear, up to there, we don't have a governor, <laughs> uh, we don't have a deputy governor, so the speaker takes over, he becomes an acting governor, and IABC sets a date for, for the elections, they start preparation. Now this is where the drama kicked in. So early this year, um, I mean in January this year, do you remember Mr. Goro who placed a petition before uh, the court saying that the nomination of Anne was not procedural? Mr. Goro withdrew his petition <laughs> and therefore uh, what the county assembly's position was was that because we already have this person in front of us we're supposed to vet them let's just continue and so they did so they vetted her the, and they appointed her and the swearing-in was done within five hours on Friday the 15th of January in 2021. So then we got a deputy governor guys that's how we got this deputy governor <laughs> you know you did not vote for her uh, but yes now we have her as deputy governor so now here is the point of contention <laughs> so people went to court obviously because it was like <laughs> so so people went to court um, and now the, the issues around this is this. So let's start with those who are in favor of having Anne Kananu as a deputy governor say that, um, you know, her nomination was done when Sonko was in power. And because the petition was removed, therefore there was nothing blocking them from continuing to vet her and appoint her. Um, so they say yes, Sonko was um, Sonko uh, nominated this person while he was still an elected governor. Um, so that's that's what they're saying that it, it's okay. I mean, see the person removed the petition, so see we can just go on. Um, now, <laughs> the people who are against this um, are saying that you know our deputy governor can only be elected can only be appointed by an elected governor. So when Ann Kanan was nominated, you see now it just, it becomes in a Kwasasa issue, the difference between nomination, she was nominated by a governor who was duly elected, uh, but then the appointment uh, is now where the point of contention is, who appointed her, because there had to be someone, a governor, who appointed her. Uh, was she appointed by the speaker, the acting governor? <laughs> so so now that's the that's the point of contention so people are arguing about uh, the procedure what was the procedure followed uh, what was pro the procedure followed to have her in office so the guys were saying that it's okay say that the procedure was correct uh, just because Sonko was not there to to appoint her but he nominated her then it should be okay but the guys who are opposing this are saying so, but see, we already skipped that part. By the time, uh, um, by the time, the speaker is being sworn in as an acting governor, that means there's no deputy governor. So at what point do we go back? 
<laughs> and say oh, no, no 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 actually <laughs> we have a deputy governor so the thing is um both of these um arguments actually have some sort of weight um but then the thing that is is now very confusing is just that whole point of the process of appointment of a deputy governor uh, and actually the law says that the appointment should be it should be nominated by a an elected governor a person should be vetted approved and approved by the county assembly and then gazetted and then finally appointed by an elected governor so so now that that's where we are at the main questions that people are asking is so who signed her appointment letter because this should be done by, by an elected governor does, does this matter anyway <laughs> is, is what is what people are talking about you know because the speaker was a substantive governor does he he is it him who appointed her um, what is the technicality here so it's it's a bit confusing but the truth is the matter is still in court and so we are awaiting to see whether or not we will have an election in Nairobi so the courts will determine that um and that's that's our episode for the day guys this is confusing uh, do you think there are very many loopholes in the law um lawyers out there who are watching this tell us what is your opinion about this what do you think should happen um do you think we should have an election in Nairobi do you think not let me know let me know in the comments uh, and then we'll have a conversation about it um so this is just a, a brief episode to just discuss what that is what that whole situation is um in another episode we'll definitely go into details of okay so uh, discussing the nms <laughs> what role does the nms play this in this uh, the nairobi metropolitan services um which is he- which is headed by mr mbadi um we'll talk about what their role is what is their relationship with the governor because that also that is also a little bit confusing um and yeah as usual if you have any questions please let me know uh, let's discuss what else you'd like to hear um, about nairobi about anything in general uh, that is political obviously <laughs> um, but yeah so this has been our episode for the day um, i'll see you next time bye